Okay, we are in Sefer Yecheskel, Perek Yudches, Pasuk Aleph, Vayihidavar Hashem Eli Lemor. And I think to our relief, Perek Yudches is certainly of a lighter texture than the prokim that we have been doing the last week or two, those prokim of doom and destruction, dark, dire, irredeemable. We're going to move into sort of a lighter area, but at the same time, it is going to grapple with really cosmic themes in our Jewish observance, Um, specifically the concept of collective guilt versus individual guilt for sins. The concept of sins of the fathers being visited on the son, and ultimately the whole concept of tshuva, of repentance, a very unusual um, concept that one can always repent for his sins. So with that, we start by Yehidavar Hashem Eli Leimor, Malachem atem moshlim es hamoshol hazeh al admas Yisrael leimor ovos yochu boser v'shinei habanim tikachena. What is this? Why do you hold on? Malachem atem moshlim this parable, but here moshlim could also mean a saying. It's almost like a folk saying. Why do you hold on to this erroneous folk saying that says? The fathers eat the sour grapes. Ovos yochlu boser, v'shinei habonim tikachena. And the teeth of the sons are set on edge. Rashi explains what that mashal means. He says, kach tarko shel ha-kadosh baruch This is the way of the Kaddish baruch They're saying, ovos chotayim that the fathers sin and the sons get malkos or whipped for it. Um, and it is untrue, is what the Kaddish Baruch Hu is telling Yechezkel to tell him. It is a, a absolute falsehood. And it's a dangerous concept, as we're going to see, in terms of a, a national uh, cohesion. Because if you're in the son's generation, you're that second generation, and you honestly believe that no matter what you do, you can lead a good, pure, righteous life, you're still going to be held accountable for your father's sins. And on the other hand, it's, it's going to lead you into a mindset where nothing I do is good enough. I'm still going to be killed for some Avera my father committed. On the other hand, if you're in the father's generation, you can say with a smug self-assurance that nothing's going to happen to me. It's going to happen to be, to occur to my son. And the basis for this is probably, the Mephoshim say, that certain kings of Israel, we've seen that Achav in Israel and Menashe, certainly, that um, they don't suffer anything. 
They don't seem to have any punishment to them. It comes to the later generations. It comes in the form of we're exiled and the temple destroyed because of Menashe. But Menashe lives a great long life. He rules longer than any king of either Israel or Judea of 55 years. So the Kaddish Baruch who wants to dispel that rumor. So don't we have instances in the Talmud where not only the sons, but multiple generations have are 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 subject to shorter lives. They don't. They, they're not going to live a long life. All right. Let's talk about that now. Then Torah says that for four generations, the sins of the fathers can be built on the sons, which means that this goes on for four generations. The Mephorshim clarified it. There's one sin alone that they're going to pay for later generations, and we'll come to that, but it's Avodah That they're going to be held responsible. That's the only one. The only time future generations are going to be held liable is if they continue in some form those original sins. If they completely abnegate it, have nothing to do with it, they will not be punished. But now, take that as the answer. We're going to develop that further. So he wants Yechezkel to destroy this mythology that you are going to be punished for your own sin. Chayani no Hashem. Kodesh Baruch says, I take an oath. That this, this, I don't want to say, this old wives' tale that the sons are held responsible has got to be eliminated from the belief system of B'nai Israel. All your souls, all the souls of Israel are to me. Um, Rashi explains it. Why would I inflict punishment on the son? The son is mine as well. All the souls are mine, father and son. Therefore, the the soul that sins, um, that one will die. Not the previous generation, not the later generation. And Radak says there, How could you even have this concept on your mind? That I am going to punish an innocent person who hasn't sinned. God forbid is what God is saying. It is not true. He who commits the sin will die. The ish kiyet sadik, the asa mishpat and the person who does justice and righteousness, el haharim, and we're going to enumerate what that is. He will die for his sin. The Malbin tells us, quoting the Rambam in Moranabuchim, again as we alluded to before, only for the sin of idol worship of. of Avodah Zorah is punishment extended to future generations. As for other sins, only if the children continue. There's a continuity of that same sin. But I thought you said that even with Avodah Zorah, if, if, you, if, the, if the subsequent generations are not 
doing any Zodas are, they're not going to be punished for their father or grandfather, great-grandfather's The Zodas inference are. is that they are continuing it in some form. But you're bringing me to an excellent point. What we learned is after the destruction of the first temple, the Anshe Knesset Hagdola appeals to the Kaddish Baruch Hu and says, Kaddish Baruch Hu, this Avodah Zorah, it's been with us a thousand years, it's stronger than ever, our temple's been destroyed, we're exiled, they're still doing it. And so what the Kaddish Baruch Hu does is eliminate in the individual the taiva, the lust to do Avodah Zorah. And that's when Avodah Zorah stopped and says the Rambam, at that point, they will not be punished for Avodah Zorah because there's no more Avodah Zorah. Well, the only thing that actually stopped is worshipping idols. Worshipping other things continue to this day. Oh, very good. Very I was actually going to bring that up. <laughs> right. How do you define Avodah Zorah? We don't have to do that right now. But <laughs> yeah, I, I know how he defines oh, it. But that, yeah. That might be similar. Yes. In other words, yes, there are plenty of real-life 21st century substitutes for Avodah Zorah, but that's a topic for another shir, which I don't think I'm qualified to give. In any event, um, now Yechezkel is going to give us a checklist of where the father is held accountable. In other words, he doesn't partake in the sacrifices of Avodah Zorah. That's first. And his eyes aren't lifted or focused on Gilulim, the Avodah Zorah of Bnei Israel. He has nothing to do with it. He doesn't defile the wife of his neighbor. He doesn't come to the tumma of relationships with an impure woman. And now we're going to get into questions of He doesn't oppress his neighbor. Um, when he borrows, when he lends him money and the person brings back, uh, repays him, he gives him back his collateral. Below Yigzol, he doesn't steal. Lachma he takes care of the poor, the Erom Yechaseh Beged. He covers the naked with clothing. This again, Bein Odom Lechavero. Beneshech Lo he doesn't participate in usury. Vitarbis lo he doesn't take ribis interest. Me'ovel yoshiv yodo, he has, uh, does not do evil to his neighbor. Mishmat emes yaseb and ishla ish, and he struggles to do peace between each person. Make a comedy of togetherness of each of them. That is what the person does. Then, in making that list, the last thing, he goes in my commandments, he does do he will live. That is the person, he's not going to die. So if you're, you have, and we're going to cover that situation, your father did all of these, your father's going to so, die, so not let me, you. Let me, let me yes. ask you this. It doesn't say, for example, observe Shabbat in this list. 
And nothing and at the end. end. And a, and That's the last one. You don't follow my chukim, my dinim. Yeah, but like Shabbat is always so important and in, in yes. kind of singled out in many cases, right? You're drawing the correct inference that it's more important the kind of person you are to your fellow Jew. It could be more important. And then comes now it's self-preservation in my, I'm looking for it, <laughs> <laughs> um, Now, all right, now we turn to the Holy Ben Poritz. Let's say that Sadiq that we just finished the checklist. He gives birth to an evil person. Shofet dumb, spills blood for and he does from one of these things who has called or he does none of this. We're going through that list again. He takes care of the poor. He doesn't steal. He returns the collateral. And by the way, this has very uh, far extending ramifications. When you loan somebody money and he gives you collateral, depending on the status of that person, the need of that person, let's say he gives you his collateral, his blanket. So at night he's going to be freezing cold. You have to go back and give him the blanket for the night and then come back. It is a very extensive borrow a lender set of rules that we're going to cover, uh, but not today. Again, he does all the toevos. He lends money usuriously. He takes uh, ribis, interest. Most you must. Domo boye. He, die, he will die for his own sins. Now, let's take the next generation. Let's say we've seen terribly evil men give birth to tzaddikim. The classic is Menashe being the father of Yoshiyahu. If he sees the sins of his fathers, Asher saw. By year of he will not do any of them. And again, we're going to repeat that checklist. Allah harim lo achal. He doesn't do avodah zarah. Veinav lo nosal gilulei beis Yisrael. As eshes reyehu, the wife of his neighbor, he doesn't defile. Veish lo honechavol. He doesn't persecute his fellow man. Lo chavol ugezela lo gazal. He doesn't steal. Lachma lo reiv nosen. He gives bread to the poor. He clothes the rome. He subbegged. He clothes the naked. Meoni heshiv yodo neshech v'tarbis lo lokach. He doesn't take usury. He follows in my mishpat, in my laws, statutes. So through three generations, we're showing the guy who does the sin dies, not his future generation. That guy who does all this, he's going to die for his own sin. 
מדוע לא נעשה הבן בעוון האוב, והבן משפט אצלוקו עשה אצלוקו כסאי שמה, ויסם אוסלכו יוכר. And if you ask, why is the son not? It's obvious. He has followed Staka and Mishwat, and he is done. He will live. It is so simple as to be profound. You die for your own sin. You don't die for somebody else's sin. Um, just one interesting point. The word called us all my hope. The Gemara tells us that when uh, Rabbi Gamliel would reach this puzzle and read it, he would weep each time because he read call all. It should be, in other words, how are you going to reach the status of perfection? Will you do all of them? And Rabbi Akiva in the Gemara says, no, it's not all, but it is any. If you do any of these statutes in perfection, you will live. And that calmed down Rabban Gamliel. Ben lo yisah ba'avon ha'av, ba'av lo yisah ba'avon ha'ben. You cannot put it any simpler. The father will not die for the sin of the father. Uh, uh, the son will not die for the sin of the father, and the father not die for the sin of the son. Ti alav ti yeh rishas harasha alav ti yeh. Each one is responsible for himself, for his own sin. The tzaddik will not die for the sins of his father. The father will not die for the sins of his son. So we end on a very upbeat thought, individual responsibility. We have not touched the cosmic topic of repentance. Shuba, in Mirshashem, 7.45, 8.45 rather, a.m. tomorrow, make sure to be there, Ad Khan.